Welcome to Talks and Sips, where fun is the best chaser. I am Justice Narrows, aka J Fox, helping you get through your ebbs and flows of another sip worthy week. And um, this week we have an, an amazing, an amazing, funny, very funny fella here with me today. And uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Matt Olson. What's up, Matt Olson? Are you part of the Olson family? Uh, yeah. Are you really? But um, do they treat you like the the Kardashians treat Rob? Do you want to talk about I, it? I don't know who Rob is. <laughs> Rob Kardashian. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No one knows who Rob is. I I think I think the Olsen twins <laughs> are different Olsons. I think I'm an Owen. I think they might be Ians, but I I, mm. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, what's your deal? What you do? What's your sign? My so. <laughs> When I when I was a kid and we were like learning about like astrology, like first we we did like Chinese astrology, which is cool. Yeah. And I was like a dragon in that. Which That's is amazing. Like, it's the best thing to be. Hell yeah. And then we're doing like you know normal astrology. <laughs> I don't want to say normal. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, Americanized. I don't think it's from America. No. Wherever it's from. Pop culturized. <laughs> I'm gonna call it. I'm just gonna assume it's Roman and say Roman astrology. Look, Roman astrology. Everyone's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a lion. I'm a ram. And like, what's Matt? Oh, Matt's a virgin. Oh, why is virgin one of them? That shouldn't be one of them. Matt. They should all be animals. Matt, are you a virgin? No, I mean I'm a Virgo. <laughs> no, that is rude though. <laughs> it's rude for that to be one of the astrological signs. <laughs> You're a Virgo. So your birthday's in September. Yes. Oh, September 11th? Mm-hmm. Oof. Did you have a rough <laughs> birthday? <laughs> it's, a, it, it's, it's a week at, It's the 19th. It's, it's a week <laughs> after. So I get, I get like a nice uh, lead uh, oh, in to my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, if anything, people are more grateful for your birthday. They're like, oh, we're so happy you're here. Think Nothing. about something else. Yeah. <sighs> you are the distraction that we needed. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I was I was 13 when it happened. I don't remember what I did for my birthday. You were 13. Holy moly. So that would make you either in seventh grade or eighth grade. Oh, yeah. I, I was in eighth grade. You were in eighth grade, but you don't remember what you were doing in eighth grade. Like that day or that? Yeah, I remember what I was doing. We just watched the news that day. Really? They just put out... Did you guys yeah, have the TV rolled. on the wheelie thingy and they'd roll it out? Oh, yeah, the, and the giant like block canister. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh man, I I remember I don't I don't remember a lot of details, but the one detail I do remember of that day was that like a lot of parents came to pick up their kids. It, pretty much school was out and like my parent I'm I have tons of siblings, dude. And so like it was one of those things where it was like, well, my mom can't come get all of us, you know what I mean? And some of us take a little bit more priority. It's true. <laughs> than me. Um and so I just remember like being on a swing with my little friend, his name is Alex. Um, who was closeted gay back then and is now married to his husband. Everything full circle, right? Uh, and we were just on the swings and we just swung like during golden hour, basically, till we got picked up. And that's all I can remember from that day. Not the devastation or any of that. Like mm. I was a child, but isn't that wild? That, yeah. So, so, so now when you think about terrorist attacks, you just think of like a nice idyllic day in the park, <laughs> swinging with your friend. At school, mm-hmm. after school. <laughs> there was, I didn't, like, I don't know what the world of the airport is before 9-11. So I don't know what the luxury of flying back then would have been considered because, you know, I didn't start flying until I was like early college when I decided to go follow a boy across 
you know, the United States, like an idiot. Um, you know, we all do that, right? As you do, yeah. As you do, of course. Mm -hmm. And so I do remember like, oh man, getting like toiletries on this airplane is like mission impossible. Everything has to be microscopic in ounces. It has to fit in one thing. You can't put it here. You got to take your shoes off. God forbid you have any electronics on you. Like, it's just crazy. And so the other time, uh, I I was at a Bucky's in Texas, and I decided, like, I really want this jalapeno jam to come home with me for toast. And I'm like, oh, it's only, what did it say? It It's only four. It, that's what it said. Mm -hmm. And and I, it's just the most embarrassing thing I've ever been through at the airport. So I'm going through, we're checking my stuff at TSA. And then, of course, my stuff always gets flagged because I always have like a camera or something crazy on me. And so basically the guy's like, do you have like a candle on here? And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh. He pulls out my jalapeno jam from Bucky's and he goes, you, you can check this in. This is too big for carry on. And then I was like, oh, but it's four ounces. He's like, no, it's four pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't four ounces. It wasn't even close. <laughs> four pounds of jam. That's like a big. It was like, it was like she was a thick, she was thick with three C's. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She was like. And so I was like very excited to bring this home. Uh, just because there's no Bucky's around here and, you, and they don't have on online. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what that is because I've never been to Texas. Okay. Well, they're they're making their way out of Texas, but Bucky's is like this incredible, essentially it's like a gas station Walmart with beavers on everything. It's great. Okay. <laughs> but uh, outside of Bucky's, like, what, well, how are you? What are you, what are you up to these days? You know, I yeah, haven't been doing as much comedy as, I, as I've been wanting to. That, okay. that, that is my thing since I moved to LA. I was doing a lot of comedy up in Seattle and a mm -hmm. little, little less down here. I've been in LA like a year and I'm just like working a lot Yeah, and not, not doing comedy. Just like working to be in LA so that I can like do comedy, comedy. but I can't because I'm working. Working. Yeah. It is a it is a two-edged sword. And mm -hmm. I think if you can figure out how to do drugs properly, you might succeed. I'm just kidding. That's terrible advice. Don't ever do too many drugs. Or Well, if I if I <laughs> if I was into uppers, it might be helpful. You know, if I had like an Adderall habit, but I really only like weed and it's not that helpful for being productive. No, no freaking way. Like uh we no, no. And do you get the weed like I don't smoke too much weed, but when I do, I know the next day it's like I get the the like Oh, I wouldn't know because I smoke every day. Oh, he since smokes I was like weed every day. Fifteen, so I like like who knows what it's like to not be smoking weed. It's really beyond beyond. Are you high right now? No. Whoa. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're bitch. You are welcome. <laughs> Anyway, how has this February been treating you? Because I know everyone complained that January went so fast. And before you answer that, I will say this. Eventually and hopefully, um, I'm sending out the positivity vibes that like you meet the right person that leads you into the right you know, situation where you actually don't have to work as hard and you can go back to having oh, yeah. the time to do what you got to do, mm -hmm. which is making people laugh, LOL. Matter of time. Mm -hmm. My February has been... Okay, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it getting a little bit warmer. I have a situation where I can't close my windows. Um, 
because the the window in my apartment um, leads out to a little ledge that's mm-hmm. um, like an enclosed cage, and I have two cats, so I'm like, okay, that's the cat area. Oh, they, yeah. they hop out the window and they have their little like cat this palace. Our, wow, wow! You see, you're not just doing it for you, Boo Boo. You're doing it for them. Right. It's all for them. It's all for them. But <laughs> if I close the window, they'll scream. And they'll paw at it, and they won't let me sleep. So I have to always have my window open. No! Do you have, like, any AC heater situation? Little... I have, like, a little radiator heater that's right under the window, and I have to, like... It's a gas thing that I have to, like, use a stick lighter to, like, light the pilot light with, and it's just too much of a pain to use, so I don't really use it. That is the most L.A. thing I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather just... Like, have 10 blankets here and yeah. just wear four socks. And you know what, though? The cats shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They're outside. <laughs> I, I haven't used my, my heater at all this this winter. I just, you know, I'll just put on a coat. Hey, let me tell you, um, I respect you for that 100%. One hundo. Because apparently, and this is for all the L.A. people paying the L.A. prices, um, the power company decided, we're using too much power. So we're going to just raise the prices for everyone. And so where an average person was paying like a bill for their, you know, electric bill, it went up to like three. That's too much. Right. Yeah, no. Because they have internal air and heater. Mm. So kudos to you, my guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thriving, I guess. You are thriving. You are glowing. How they say in LA, yes, queen. You're doing it. Um, oh, that's an LA phrase. Okay. Is it a more, more, are more people saying it? I don't think I've ever heard, <laughs> like, I don't hear Texan women saying, yes, queen, thrive, glow, yes, bitch. Well, so much of, like, LA is, like, influencing culture in general. I think it's hard to tell what is, like, a local, like, what is local culture <laughs> what and what is yeah. just pop culture in general. Mm. It's, hard, it's hard to tell. Totally fair. Totally fair. Um, okay, so what um what entertainment have you brought in for me today? What are your <laughs> some people call them some people call them uh, memes, some people call them giffies. What do you call them? Oh oh my my, my favorite my favorite meme. Yeah, yeah your favorite my meme. favorite meme. <laughs> um, I spend a lot of time on Twitter. Um, and I have my normal Twitter, and then I have like my fake right winger Twitter, where Whoa. I like pretend to be a conservative just to like fuck with people. Um, okay. And, okay. And, and to like spy, because I always want to know what they're up to. Yeah, fair. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed with this meme that um, I, I sent it to you, but it's a it's a a picture of someone um, just like 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 a teen boy. It's a TV screen with like the 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 menu of God of War up and there's this teen boy and he, he's got a folding chair and he's about to smash the screen with the folding chair. Yes. And the text says atheists when they realize they played God of War instead of science of war. Oh my gosh. I this, this is so funny. I love this meme for several reasons. I think it has layers to it. Yeah. The fact that someone made it and thought this was like a real gotcha for atheists. Um, you know, one, just the fact that, like, oh, if you're playing a video game with a title, that means that you should believe that everything in the title is real. A hundred percent. One hundo. That's mm-hmm. a, that's literally how we survive as a human race in culture today. Continue. Um, <laughs> but then the, the idea that... <laughs> The fact that it's called God of War means that the Christian God is true, which isn't the God that that's referring to at all. Mm. You'd think that, like, if this was a gotcha, it would be, oh, the fact that this is a video game means that the uh, 
Greek pantheon of gods is real. Right. That should be the gotcha. I love it. I love it. It's such a shit post. Mm-hmm. And I realize, like, what? When did shit posts get so popular? Why do we like them so much? Why do we like them so much? I think that's always what the internet is. I think that's the base. The- shit posting is just the base reality of the internet. <laughs> Like the internet was made, people shit posted, and then everything else is layered on top of that. Mm, so at the core, the World Wide Web, and you're hearing it here first, everyone, is for shit posting. I mean, that's that's what the early internet was, right? It was just all. I'm remembering vines that way for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, I really miss those days a lot. I miss when people would just make the most obnoxious, crazy, silly, outlandish content out there, and they'd do it. Like it just, you can do it. What was it like three seconds, four seconds, like crazy six seconds, just so small. And it's like, boom, that's the bit. That's the bit. I missed that. I, I was late on the vine train. I feel like I, I got into it right when it like died. It died out. Mm-hmm. It's, that's my curiosity too. And maybe someone knows, or maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I can do a deep dive if we want, but um, what murdered vine? Like, why did vine die? I think it got sold. Oh, that that never mind. <laughs> it's probably Elon Musk. Elon Musk, he's been at it for a long time. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know it. Do you remember MySpace? That's what I meant. Do you, oh sure. Yeah. Zanga was my first one before before MySpace. What is that? Zanga was like it um is it's it was basically Tumblr, but like for the early two thousands. Okay. And then and then did that was that taking off at all? Was there a lot of people on that or not really? When I was in high school, that was that was the thing. That was it a was jam. Zanga. Everyone was on each other's Zangas and getting into to Zanga fights. Um, <laughs> what, what what was a typical Zanga fight? Uh, just high school drama, of course. Yeah, like you stole my boyfriend Becky. She's like he didn't even want you. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Facebook. For the sole reason that you could design it however you want it to, and you could put music on, and somehow you're talking about MySpace. I keep saying Facebook, huh? <laughs> They're basically the same thing now. Did did uh, Tom sell MySpace over to Elon Musk? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, everyone knows he was like, "I'm dipping. Bye. I made my money." Good for him. Good for him. And Tom's like, I just wanted to be in your friends list. And I just wanted to let you control your own blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the least evil social media mogul, probably. Yeah. And then you always had that like pixelated shitty picture of him in a white t-shirt where you could barely recognize him. So there was like some, en- what is it? The word anonymity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. A little bit. So I, I love memes and I love looking at GIFs and... I wish I was better at the whole TikTok thing, but it just gets really overwhelming sometimes. For sure. And so the other day, I was just minding my business uh, on the toilet, like everyone else on my phone, and yet we take our phones everywhere. And uh, I recently saw a clip of a guy trying to show a girl how to do a certain like movement at the gym. And so basically, he didn't have pockets, so he puts his phone in his mouth to show her to like mansplain how to do this movement. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so then he goes like that, you know? And so in the video, she's like, okay. 
So she goes, she puts her phone in her mouth and she starts doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he realizes like, oh, she's shitting on me right now. And like phones are disgusting and we do that. Like I leave my phone on the gym floor. Anyway, so as I was on the toilet looking at memes, uh, I found this one. And actually, maybe you can help explain this to me because I'm not really into anime at all. My boyfriend is, mm. um, ironically, my sister because of her high school son is. But it's like a picture of someone from a Dragon Ball Z and it's like your poop watching you scroll through my memes for 30 minutes. Who's that? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I, I tried to watch Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid, yeah. but I just didn't have the patience for it because they never got to the fucking fights. They never did, right? There's just a whole episode of they're like, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. It's going to happen. I hate you. Mm -hmm. I, you did something about, like, why did, why did, it was like a novella. Like, why did these men have so much uh, anger towards each other? And then why did their hair always change? And then, like, every time they fought, things were, like, Superman level um, uh, bad, I guess. And then somehow these planets would explode, yet somehow they always found new planets. That's the gist of what I got. Mm -hmm. I know I watched all of it and I retained none of it. I, I said I dropped out. I meant like just <laughs> mentally. I still watched it. I You're just like, like I, I, had, I collected the fan art, but still no clue why those men were fighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that that might be a character called Vegeta, but I don't know. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> all the, all the anime heads out there, like, what the fuck, man? I, I know he's, I know it's a bad guy. Well, but, but not the green one, not the green bad guy. Mm, oh, I yeah, everyone knows the green bad guy. Of course, he looks like uh, an Angry Bird almost. He he lo he looks like he could be one of the aliens from Animorphs. What's that? What's Animorphs? Yeah, uh, educate me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was a a teen uh, book series, um, a, a young adult book series about kids who turn into animals to fight aliens. That's Wonderful. Has it been made into a movie yet? Sadly not. Everyone's, I, I think with this whole, like, with kind of culture turning on J.K. Rowling, people are, um, you know, begging for there to be, for Animorphs to come back to kind of replace Harry Potter's, uh, like, spot in that world. Because it was, like, the big, like, youth fantasy series, like, before Harry Potter, like, came in, I think. Why do you think it didn't take off the way Harry Potter did? It was real dark. Oh. Um... We weren't ready for that yet. Yeah, the, the, the writer, K.A. Applegate, wrote a lot of um, young adult book series that were just, like, real fucked up. Oh. Had, had a lot of kids suffering, like, PTSD because of their, like, participation in, like, a lot of violent stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I, th I think An Animorphs was probably anti-fascist. Maybe wow. it got censored for that reason. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, then, yeah, it was, we, we couldn't, I feel like we have a bit, uh, like a little bit better of a bandwidth now uh, for things like that, though. Yeah, it's time. It's time for Animorphs. Let's bring it. Bring it. Alrighty. And then, like, what do you, what do you do for people that are, are getting to know you here today? Because you said you work, 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 like Rihanna says. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I work at the, at the Writers Guild of America, just like office stuff. Um, I manage the theater. I, I, I do mailroom stuff. How'd you get the gig? I used to manage a theater up in Seattle called the Pocket Theater. It was a, uh, a comedy theater up there. 
that lasted from like 2012 to 2019. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Oh. Um, but I, I, I just had that experience uh, running a theater. So. Oh, I see. I have another friend. I think her name is Nora. I don't know which theater she does that, but she basically doesn't. She's a huge film loving lady. She just like knows so much. And I'm like, man, mad respect for you guys that like can go in and, and know more than just like the basic old films. You know what I mean? That they teach you in film school and you guys can mm. like really, really just legitimately love older cinema. Like, it's it's not like blockbuster bullshit and you guys like can see the beauty and follow it's just i wish i wish i had that bandwidth i can't even do regular tv right now to be honest uh yeah i i i did go to film school and i work in a movie theater i don't really like movies that much they're fine you know take them or leave them yeah really i I like horror movies but there's just there's there's too many of the non-horror movie variety that you know you can't watch them all life's too short yeah there's so much um have you heard of knock on the cabin or something like the m the new m night Shyamalan movie that's coming out or yeah may have came out yeah it was playing at my theater last night <laughs> but i didn't see it because i had to get up at seven for work i'm sorry <laughs> so you're like i've been awake for a while i like i don't think M. Night Shyamalan movies are very good lately, but I still really like watching them because when they're bad, I think they're bad in a very entertaining way. That's fair. No, that's fair. And they're, because I know there's other movies that you see out there that are like B, you know, and you're like, ah, this, I, I shouldn't have wasted my time on this. Uh, there was a, what was that show that everybody was raving about? It was the one about like, there was a minister, there was like a gargoyle. Oh my God, it's going to drive me crazy. Everyone, it was on Netflix and everybody was raving about it. And I couldn't, I was like, I don't understand why we like this movie so much. Ah, hold on. Let me find it. Gargoyle. I have to find- or it looked like a gargoyle. It looked like a monster. I just know it was, there was like a priest midnight mass that's it that's it did you watch that yeah well what's your take on midnight mass it was boring it, it could have been a really entertaining movie but because it was a tv series it was just stretched out there's a lot of filler oh my god thank you i think it could have just been a movie thank you okay um can, can i spoil it yeah absolutely go at the end of that they're um all, all the vampires are on this island mm-hmm. and i guess they like burn down all the shelters so like the sun's coming no! up and all the vampires are like oh we're all gonna die now because there's nowhere to hide from the sun on this island so i guess we're just all gonna die together yeah like they fucked everybody up ruined everything and then died and then they, and then they just kind of like accept the fact that like oh there's nothing we can do but like i think there there's stuff you could do like if you're a vampire on an island the sun's coming up there's no houses like you could dig a hole you're telling me no one on this island has a tarp oh my god thank you and wasn't the first ones because i didn't get that far i fell off obviously hmm. but wasn't weren't they like chilling out in a cave already weren't they already somewhere in the dark yeah then what what? What? Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. It was a contrived ending. They wanted everyone to die, but they didn't. They didn't have a way to make it make sense. They didn't make it make sense. You know what doesn't make sense to me? Like, like Gen Z memes. Have you seen those at all lately? Um, probably not. Okay. G- g- give me an example. What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? Why does it mean? 
Haunts. I it's it, it's a fucked up horse and it says haunts. Yeah. I get it. I like it. It's like, you know. I'm looking at this and I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm glad that you get it. All my guests seem to get Gen Z memes a lot more than I do. That's for sure. That is a fucked up horse. Yeah, it's like you you're in the character of someone who who's like <laughs> You know, in in the most respectful way, you're in the character of someone who's like maybe a little like cognitively disabled or just not good with like ideas or concepts <laughs> or words, and it's uh, in your imagining like a whole reality extrapolated from that. So it's this, yeah, it's this fucked up, distorted image of a horse that looks like it was probably created by AI. It does, yeah, it does look like AI created. Like that tail looks real fucked up. That mm-hmm. looks like a camel toe on his face. That's messed up. I think it. I think it's a way of just expressing um, your like your your disconnect from like the world and reality. I think you know. I think Gen Zers feel a little. What, what, what's the word? Um, yeah, like I think just overwhelmed by by reality. Yeah, when I see these, I'm like, this is so random. But I think that's on purpose, right? That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to be just not not random to be like intentionally weird but random to be unique almost i don't know well i mean it's 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 kind of adult swim humor too right Mm, yeah 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 i do remember seeing uh yeah i never really got into it that much but i do remember kind of the chicken little stuff here and there chicken little is that chicken isn't that adult swim robot chicken Uh, see what i mean (laughs) see what i mean thank you robot chicken i remember like it just, it, I would watch it and be like, uh, 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 like you just cannot compute. I mean, that was definitely random for the sake of being random. I don't think that was a very good show. Okay. <laughs> but didn't it go on for like forever and ever and ever and ever? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> there's a, there's a movie I just watched that, that I think is a really good example of just like bizarre, surrealist, kind of adult swim-esque humor called Greener Grass. What's that about? I... It's it's about like suburban soccer moms, but it's just real weird. It's mm. like if an adult swim short went on for like two hours. Like it starts off with these two moms at a soccer game and one of them has a newborn baby and she's like, Oh, that baby's so nice and the other mom's like, Oh, do you want it? Mm. And then like gives the other mom her baby. And that's just kind of like the the level that it starts out with and it just kinda of gets weirder from there. And, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Yeah, that's literally what that meme feels like, and that's what all those memes feel like to me. And someone's probably gonna get an Oscar for that movie, probably. Who knows? Or whatever. No, it was it was it was like three years ago when they didn't. <laughs> that reminds me of a Tail and Duck. Or was it Tail? No, fuck. What's the movie called? It's a horror movie. You would know it since you like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, something something must die, and it's about these like hillbilly guys who are trying to help these like college students, and like all these accidents keep happening. Tucker around. and Dale versus Evil. Yes. Yeah, so that's a fun movie. I love that this whole episode, I'm like botching names, (laughs) and you're like, this is the name. And I love Mm -hmm. it because you know where I'm going with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you're like Google. You are my human Google. Mm -hmm. You are, what is it? What's that phrase? Picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, I didn't, I I missed that one. Damn, 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 damn. Um, Yeah, and that movie, I remember everyone was shitting on it for being just the way it is. And I remember being like, this is actually such a fun movie. Were people shitting on it? Yeah, some people were shitting on it. Mm. Yeah. Just kind of like how people were shitting on uh, Cabin in the Woods. 
I think people shat on Cabin in the Woods because it was like so overrated because it was <laughs> such a big deal that people are like freaking out about it a little too much. Mm, and they're like, there's, it's not, it's not as good as you're making it seem. It is not the sixth sense. Like, get out of mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I think Cabin in the Woods is really exciting the first time you watch it, especially if you don't know anything about it. Oh, I love it. I mm-hmm. can watch it over and over. I think it's so fun. The whole concept. Um, and I love that Chris Hemsworth did that movie before he became Thor. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's like he's like the jock guy. Yeah, those those guys I I have face blindness for like the people who are like like Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt. I don't Chris know. Chris Pratt, his, his voice, his face I can make out. Okay. Um, what's James Marsden? Oh, James like, like Marsden. Those, those guys, they're. Yeah. They look, I could not pick them out of a lineup <laughs> with each other. They look exactly the same to me. What about Magic Mike? I, uh, Chani Tatum. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, he also looks the same as them. Oh. I, yeah, I can't. I, I have no idea what they look like. <laughs> I like that they all, like, they all have, like, different things that give them their pizzazz, even if they all look the same. Like, Chris Pine can actually sing, and no one really knows it. You're like, oh, interesting. Um, and then I believe, who is it? Like, Joe, I can never say his last name. He's married to Sofia Vergara. Magdanello or something like that. That's not a real like, person. That's not a real name. He, and he's, like, funny and into D&D, and so you're like, hold on, who are you people? Um, but I wanted to ask you. You uh, you took the second course in improv. The UCB 201. Mm-hmm. We, we, we met in UCB 101 mm-hmm. for, for, for context of how we know each other. <laughs> and that was really fun. Um, <laughs> I like that you kept pursuing it. I'm, I just signed up. I don't know if I told you. I just signed up. So okay. I'll be taking 201 come March and then, you know, three or whatever. But what was your takeaway from one? And then what was your takeaway from two? I, I mean, 101, I, I liked a lot. It was fun. And I just hadn't, like, done comedy at all, like, since the pandemic. So for me, it was just a little bit, like, getting back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I had, you know, I I could. I, I realized later I could have just skipped it. You could have skipped 101? Um, I could have. Because if people, you know, if, if you have a certain level of experience, you can email them and, like, get them oh, to skip it. Oh, so, shut up. Like, cool. Because I, you know, I had taken 101 classes before and I had done improv for, for for many years up in seattle but it was i had never really done i, I just wanted to get like the the yeah. legit ucb training fair um because i always felt a little bit of like imposter syndrome about improv oh um, do you is it gone no you still have it you're so funny well well, well thanks baby you know i don't <laughs> <laughs> i haven't really done that much lately i mean because you're you know, you're working, mm-hmm. but dude, hello, you're working like wild and you're still taking these classes that are three hours a pop that are super expensive that require like eight weeks of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair. But I, I don't know, I I, I liked 101 and it was just, I don't know, I, I liked everyone in the class. I feel like we, we had like a really good group. It was really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I felt, and I liked 201 too, but I, I felt like the, I didn't feel as much like everyone was friends with each other like uh, I did in 101. It was a little more, like people a little more serious about it. Oh, yeah. Everyone would just try and shit on 101. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am, like I said, going to that um, uh, 201 at UCB. Is there anything well, that I should look out for or be like, you know, keep my eyes peeled for? You mean in, in, in terms of, of 
dangers, things that just, yeah. Like, am I going to fall off my chair? Can I trip onto the stage? Is a teacher going to make me feel terrible? I'm just kidding. No, like, yeah, yeah. All, all those things are probably going to happen. It's real, it's real rough. <laughs> I don't know. The, um, I, I'm not as much a fan of their new Silver Lake, Lake location, which is where, um, all of their, their, their classes are now because when, when we did we it, we're in this Tamarin. real nice, um, like mini theater. Yeah. Um, that was great. In, in like East Hollywood or something. Um, that's where they, someone hit my car on my first day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> but, but you know, it had, had this like nice stage and like theater, theater seats. And now they're just like the, their, their Silver Lake location is like tiny classrooms. Oh no! So it's a little more claustrophobic, especially with like a big group of people. Um, so it just creates less of a relaxed vibe, I think. Yeah, because we were all kind of just spread out, really comfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and this is just, it's a, you're a little more like packed in. Well, is it like school? Is it like school tables and chairs, or what? What kind of what's a seating situation? <laughs> yeah, just just an empty classroom with like you know thirty chairs. Ew! I have nowhere to put my. Th yeah. Whack! Where is my money going, UCB? Where? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, but as far as like, who who was your teacher this time? Oh, uh, the same teacher we had. It was Mike. You had Mike again? Yeah. Did you mm -hmm. do that on purpose? No, no. That that just it it was uh like the instructor was TBD when I signed up. Oh, wild! Yeah, uh, Mike Mike Leffingwell, for the record, he's he's a very good record. teacher, nice guy, funny. Yeah, he's he's very honest, mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, I think I think it was so hard. Like I remember for 101 when we got maybe three or four classes in, I felt like fuck. Like I can't seem to make my brain like make this work. And then I remember getting home that night, and maybe it is it's a whole like going after work and you're exhausted. So yeah. it's like, do you really have the brain juices for this, right? But uh, are they operating at like your most optimal, uh, you know, peak levels? And um, so I'm hoping that the Saturday class really comes in because I, you know, it's my weekend. Oh, you're doing Saturday, like in, in the afternoon, or I'm doing three to six. Nice. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? I don't know who my teacher is. I don't think it's Mike though. But yeah, Mike was great. Mike was super nice. What grade did you get on 101? Oh, I got an A. Oh, you're so. I hate you. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. I, I hate him. I don't think. I don't think they did grades in two hundred one. I don't. I don't know if I. Because on, on my on my review, I don't think there was a letter grade on it. Uh, so they're a little inconsistent about about using them. Also, also they don't matter. Like like mm -hmm. improv isn't really a thing that you can grade on a, on, a, on a letter basis. It's 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 <sighs> it's a little more complex. I, I know think. you've been working a lot. Have you been able to catch any improv shows in the meantime? Um, I think I you know. I'm more into sketch than improv. Oh, cool! So, so I've seen. Um, I, I have a friend that's in a, a very funny local sketch group called Public Breakup that I've seen a few shows of. Sick. Um, I uh, saw a, a sketch group called Girl God. Oh, they're far they're, they're, they're popular. Yeah, they do stuff. They're good. How do you like them? I they're they're very funny. I. You know, I, I have like a personal like taste thing against when when people do sketch shows with like beers in hand on stage. Oh no! And it's a, it's a little bit like we're too cool to like put our beer down to to perform sketch comedy, but they make it work. You know. Okay. Yeah. I think it would be better if they weren't holding beers, but you know, they're still very funny. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, those are. Thank you for letting me know because I know I'm very excited and very nervous and like imp I've never done improv before. That was my first time. 
Uh, and it was just, it was so fun. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think I want to keep trying it and seeing if I'm like any good at it, like learning it correctly, mm-hmm. you know? And also like UCB isn't the only thing there is. So like mm-hmm. if, because the further you go in UCB classes, you're just learning one form, which is the Herald, which isn't yeah. like necessarily the most fun form. It's mm-hmm. it's very structured. It's a little rigid. And yeah. no, there's other, there's so many other like opportunities in, in LA to like get classes that are more just like, we're just goofing around and doing like a fun montage type thing. Like, oh, like, fun. Like we prov and, uh, and, and the pack and, and the clubhouse and stuff. See, that's so helpful. Cause like as someone, and originally I did it more cause my, my work is like in comedy podcasts. So I'm like, all right, I want to be able to understand and like really get the culture um, and get the vibes and like not feel left out. And when there's some jokes there or like referencing to certain people and then, yeah. And then I did it. I was like, Oh, this is actually really fun. Uh, The whole like imagination, getting silly, pretending, heightening things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, but no, that's super helpful. Like, and I know there's people that I'm sure have, maybe at one point considered like, how do I get, how do I break into this? And it's like, it feels so elusive. It feels like, you know, you just named off easily a bunch of different uh, opportunities and they don't, it's not like, how do you get that information? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm still trying to get into sketch comedy in LA. If, mm-hmm. if anyone has any ideas, I would, you know, I, I auditioned for a, for a, a, a sketch team, a house sketch to, team last, last year. And I didn't, I didn't get in. Do you um, have to write? Do you have to know how to write? Isn't that like part of it? For, for sketch, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, you know, you're just, you're, you're doing the same thing you're doing in improv. Yeah. You're just like slower. Mm. Or, or what we always say is that sketch comedy is like improv with a time machine. Oh. It's like you do a scene, <laughs> then you're like, actually, it would have been funny if it went like this. And you can go back and fix it. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine who's going to take 201 with me. And he's in a sketch comedy group called Elephant Department. Mm. Uh and I just love them so much. Yeah. And so I, you know, I got to go and, and hang out with them, like, as they did, like, runs and stuff in so, one of their apartments. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is really fun. Like, you guys are creating these worlds. And I think it's that. It's, like, not taking it too seriously, but also having fun with your imagination and building something. Like, it's amazing. It's so fun. What I love about Sketch is that you're building something that's, like, disposable. Like, everything <laughs> is, like, a world that's about to, that after five minutes or so, that whole world is going to be destroyed. So anything can be true, anything. Any, like, crazy left term you, yeah. you want to take at the last, like, 30 seconds of the Sketch you can do. Because it doesn't matter. It's all, it's... Yeah. It's all going to get wiped away. That's so funny. I never thought about it that way. Oh, you're so true. Yeah, you're right about that. Oh, I love it. I love it. What do you, did they give you any feedback that that group that you auditioned for? Like, what did you have to do for them? Um, it, it, it was it, it was the pack house sketch team. Um, so I had to um, submit a writing packet and then like a video of, of like my sketch performances. And then I, I did two callbacks. One where I just performed sketch like sketch scripts that they gave me. Oh, nice. Um, and then a second one where I just like kind of do uh, some of my, my own bits. Um, like whatever I can fit into like two minutes. That's really intense. How many people were critiquing you? I, th- I think it was a panel of like five people or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's fuck. That's scary. That is so scary. It was a fun process to go through because I hadn't done a sketch show in like you know years, so and long. that's that's just my like my bread and butter. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so I'll, n- I'll try again next year. Yeah, how often do they open it up for people? I mean, they they do that once a year. 
Wow. That's that seems so exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean all all like comedy houses, they're just like clicks, you know? Oh, is that See, that's kind of discouraging. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but yeah, but then there's like an indie, you know, scene or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like that's like that's like a part of why you like pay for UCB classes because like yeah, you're getting the training, but you're also like buying your way into a clique. Oh, I you know I guess I didn't think of that right because isn't that the whole thing you have to do uh, f- the four classes the four before classes. you can even try to audition for a Herald team, right? Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you able to make any connects from two hundred one, or was that like a dry a dry well? Yeah, not right. I, I, you know, I probably could have been more, more, more social, um, but I just, I just didn't try that much, and I was, I was also real busy while doing that. So I was just like, you know, like a lot of times coming straight from work and just being exhausted and leaving. You're doing the like seven to ten situation again. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Is there any possibility where you can take the weekend or anything? No, because, because, because I work in the movie theater at for the writers guild so i'm like pretty much always working on the weekends what are you like what are your days off man um i have because if you're working seven days a week i'm gonna tell you right now that's illegal it should be i i uh (laughs) you're like actually they've been getting me on this thing called salary (laughs) no i'm i'm not on salary but i'm uh uh, i I don't know the the thing's just a little crazy i i do have i do have tomorrow off Ooh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do anything nice? No, I'm going to fucking sleep. You're just going to sleep? I need to I need to clean my apartment because I haven't in like a month. <gasps> and so those cats are like running amok. Yeah, just living in filth. Oh, no. You know cats don't like that. <laughs> it's fine. It's you, not- know, you know cats do not fuck around with that. <laughs> no, my cats like filth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one with this filth. <laughs> They're into it. <laughs> All right. What's an unanswerable question? An unanswerable question. That keeps you up at night sometimes. What, what actually does keep me up at night while I'm like falling asleep is I want, sometimes I think about like, what if Ooh. every time I fall asleep, Ooh. I like immediately go to hell and I get like tortured. <gasps> and then once I wake up, I forget about it. And like all my memories of dreams are like fake dreams. So I never know that it's happening. Right. But like as soon as I fall asleep, I'm just going to be like. Transported to hell. Yeah. And oh it's like God. suffering like the worst amount of pain. But you have no idea. Mm. It's, it's as plausible as like the normal hell myth. Mm. So it's like, you know, why not? I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. That's a that's a hot, hot one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But you don't remember. Do you remember any of your dreams when you go to sleep? I think only only if I drink. Really? If I go to sleep when I'm drunk, I will like vividly remember my dreams. Wow. That's... Um, but like I don't really backwards. drink that much anymore. So, yeah, I, I never remember dreams now. Wow, that's so crazy. I'm going to say that maybe you are going to hell. I don't know. The reason that I'm kind of having a hard time with this one is because, like, I dream every night and I don't really smoke. I Here and there, I drink here and there. Mm. But I remember most of them. That's nice. That's, every, that's impressive. No, it's exhausting because I wake up tired. So like mm, I mm-hmm. like two night mm, three nights ago I would say I had a dream uh, where I got shot with a shotgun like at the distance that we are from each other oh, fuck. and then uh, and then I died but then somehow me and a few other people that were also shot in that instance like were ghosts together and could see our bodies 
<laughs> so then you wake up and you're like, man, I've been through so much already. I've, I just, and so in the morning I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to, and that's usually how it goes for the first 30 minutes. But then like, you know, 35 minutes into the day, I'm like, all right, all right, mm. let's do this thing. That's how I felt uh, yesterday. We woke up and we're out and about, like we were at a cafe by 7.30 in the morning. Oh no. I know. I know. And already working on stuff for work, eating a breakfast burrito and a latte. And like that was, and then we didn't get to bed till like 11 that day. Such a long day. <laughs> but the, the, when you do go to bed, you, you get shot. And then I get shot. Very wild. Okay. I brought you an unanswerable question too. Shit. Oh my God. Are you ready? And mine isn't, uh, am I going to hell every night when I go to sleep? When I close my eyes and I go to sleep. Do I go to hell? Do I go to hell? <laughs> What's that song? You tell me that you want me. <laughs> That's the song. You tell me that you need me. You tell me that. Ugh. I hear you talking in your sleep. Or no. Yeah. I could I can name movies for you, but this is out of my depth. <laughs> this, sorry, bro. I don't I can't help you here. Um, okay. Is there another word No, I don't like that one. Let me try this one. <laughs> I was just kidding. I changed my mind. Can someone blind from birth see in their dreams? Yeah, it's probably like weird. Right? It's, it's like it's like what they assume things look like, so they're like but what if they've never seen anything? If it's always been black? I, I, I feel like I've read like AMAs on Reddit from people who have been blind from birth. And, and they say that they do. I, I, I feel like that's something I've read. That's, but, um, you know, they're probably like, they're probably guessing, making their, their best guess about what things look like. Um, oh, my God. May, maybe they're right, but I don't know. That's it's, crazy. It's probably, it's probably weird stuff. I mean, I guess because they're only because they're only... Because they're blind. Like, it doesn't mean that they don't know what things are, right? Like, they are also, there's an education system for them as well. Mm -hmm. But there's also, there's people who can see, but can't picture images in their mind. No way. Yeah, that, that, that's a thing. What? Like, like, there's people who are like, if you tell me to, like, think of an apple, I can think of the idea of an apple, like, intellectually and conceptually, but I cannot conjure the image of an apple in my mind. It's that's, just something my brain can't do. That's so bonkers. Wow. So there's probably like blind people who've been blind from birth that like can like think of images better yeah. than yeah. someone who can see. They're probably legit seeing in like 30K in their dreams. Who knows? I don't know. Blind people? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> look, let me hope that that's what they're going through. Okay. Um, I never asked you what you were sipping. It looks like you're not sipping on anything. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I literally have a Coke with me, but when you, when you asked the question, I thought you meant like, what, what's like my main drink or what's like, what a is your main drink? drink? Since I, we're on that. I have been, since I moved to Koreatown, I've been really into uh, boiling my own barley tea. Whoa, 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 Okay, okay, talk to us. Um, ice barley tea is, is an amazing beverage. You know, it's, it's, just a, it's just an iced tea. Okay. With a barley taste. Where do you get your barley from? Um, from the Korean grocery store down the street from where I live. And I, I'll boil some barley, and then I'll add in a little bit of brown sugar. Ooh. Just enough to, not enough to taste, just enough to offset the natural bitterness. Yeah. 
And then I'll pour it into like a whiskey tumbler with some ice because I don't really drink whiskey anymore. Right. But it's nice before bed to like pretend because it kind of looks uh, like it. Ah, you're. A, and it's uh, been a rough day. Yeah, and, and and barley tea. It doesn't taste like whiskey, but it has a similar vibe to it. It's a very like deep, earthy kind of iced tea that. I don't know if anyone's trying to like get over a whiskey habit. I would highly recommend Dude. just like sipping some barley tea on ice. There you go, guys. That's it. And so that's basically it. Just get the barley, boil it, put some brown sugar, bam, put it in a banging it's, it's glass. So, it's so easy and cheap. Throw to some make. ice in yeah. there, mm-hmm. a, a cube, if you will. Wow! Look at you. You're like you're you're like changing someone's life right now. Some raging alcoholic with whiskey habits. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what are what, what are you sipping? Um, I'm having coffee. Okay. I know. Uh, I've I realized that um, I have a codependency, and so today because I went to a boot, that boot camp this morning, uh, and I had to pack a bunch of stuff, bring get stuff ready for this, and I like ate some quick food and then left and then sat in an hour of traffic to get here, and then I was like, oh. My and my eyes been kind of twitching because I think as I'm getting older, my body's not processing stress as well as it has in the past. And so I'm like, you know how like you probably don't know, but I will say it anyway. Uh, like the Hulk tells Black Widow in that first movie when she's recruiting him in uh, that first Avengers movie. Sure. Exactly. I knew you were going. <laughs> and basically, she goes like, "How do? You, how have you managed to stay not green this whole time?" And she's like, "How are you? You know, this whole place is filled with stress uh, inducers." And he goes, "That's my secret. I'm always angry." Mm. And then that was like the big whoa. The Hulk is just always angry, but he doesn't green out. Whoa. Wait, then how does he turn? You get super angry? That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! We were all so stoked on that line. You're like, nope, this is utter bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, sorry about that. Um, and so I was going to say, like, you know, I've been operating. I don't have anxiety, and I'm a very chill person, but I'm a heavily stressed person because... That's just your baseline. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. And so I think as I'm getting older or... I don't know. Maybe I'm not sleeping enough because I've been going to the gym more this year. Who knows? But basically, my left eye has been twitching like a mother. And so I got here. I started setting up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. it's, And I wear contacts. Mm. So I'm like, if this like this one started blurring up a little bit, the right one, and my left one has been twitching for weeks now, I'm like, I can't see. <laughs> and so, like, I can't be trying to run a podcast not see anyway so my gracious host of this building was like i'll make you a coffee because he's like you haven't had any have you I'm like no and i feel better mm-hmm. so that was a long-winded answer of this is coffee oh yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> I, I probably drink about like four to five cups of coffee a day no way mm-hmm. how are you alive because of the coffee oh my I'm god do you ever feel like <laughs> Like panic e sometimes I mean some only if I like go more than that if I like if I have already had my four to five cups of coffee and I'm like well I'm still working and I'm tired I want more coffee then I'll start to get kind of jittery. At some point, does it just become a flavor thing? Like, does it is it effective anymore? It's just the uh, the chemical dependency on the caffeine. I think. Yeah, I love it. It's great. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. It just it gets it gets me 
feeling happy no matter what's what's going on. We all have our vices, guys. I think it's probably more mood than energy, to be honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You feel like, ah, like I have a friend who drinks, I think he drinks, does he drink Earl Grey? I don't know what he drinks, but he's like, it's my happy tea. And he that's like literally back in the day before COVID when he had to work in the office, mm. he'd go get two packs, get his tea going, sipping. And he was like, I'm off to get my happy tea. And like, that was just like the main part of his day. I got one last one for you. Bring it. All right. If you had to choose, would you rather sit or stand for the rest of your life? Well, that's a, that's a, I mean, there's a catch there. Cause first you're thinking sit, obviously, but then the rest of your life will be a lot shorter mm, if you're just sitting. If, I mean, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna get heart issues. Right, because that, that's what they say. Like sitting is the new smoking. Yes, because yes. you're not like if you're just sitting all day, you're not like getting like the healthy exercise, and you're gonna get like heart disease or something. Fair, yes. Mm-hmm. But then standing, so you can only stand. That's and that's agony. Even like sleeping, you have to sleep like a horse. Oh my god! <laughs> like wait, 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 wait! You got to sleep like a haunts. Like a haunts. <laughs> you got to slap like a haunts. <laughs> Can you walk? Yes. Okay. Are, are, are we playing like the like like, like the game or <laughs> the floors open for questions? Yes. If what kind of chair am I sitting in? Is it just a, mm. can I sit can I sit in a wheelchair because that's a good that's pretty get solid. around. Yeah, that's a get around. I'm gonna say mm, you're sitting in a baby stroller. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I am movable. Yeah. I'm mobile, but someone has to push me. I can't wheel myself. I mean, you can. You just got to work really hard for it. <laughs> I think I would, what I would do is I would get ski poles and Ooh. just kind of push myself along the ground like that. Play a play. So you're actually getting a really, you're getting your cardio in, mm-hmm. you're getting your gains, you're doing whatever motion this is, you're skiing, I guess. But then I'd have to have the awkward conversation with people like, oh, why are you sitting in that chair? Are you, like, disabled? I'm like, no, my legs work. It's just that, like... I have to I, pick I, one. Yeah, there's a would you rather. <laughs> and this is what I chose. I don't have legitimate medical reasons. It's just... It, it, was, it was for the sake of a, of a, of a dilemma. <laughs> this was what I chose, okay? This is where my life is at. How are you doing? Don't judge me. <laughs> All right, man. Is there anything that you would like to plug before we go, go, go with the rest of our lives and on to March? Yeah, I have nothing going on right now. But, you know, if, if people follow me on, on Twitter, if, you know, for however long that website continues to exist. Elon. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm at Metalson, M-E-T-A-L-S-O-N. And within the next year, I hope to be getting a sketch comedy podcast off the ground that I've spent the last year uh, writing with my friends. I'm going to start producing soon. And and hopefully that uh, becomes a a real thing in in the real life world that I could start plugging. I love it. I'm so excited to hear what's your general like, what are you aiming to do with it? I, you know, there's not. There's a lot of like improv podcasts, but I just haven't heard a podcast that's like, um, you, you know, finely, finely tuned sketch comedy where it's yeah. like someone like worked on this and like edited the, and, you know, you know, made it like a nice finished product. 
I love it. There's going to be um, some sound in there. I can tell already. Yeah. Very I, I've good. got friends that are like musicians and sound designers. So we got plans to, to like make it, make it a real like production. Um, there's a, there's a really great British podcast. That's a sketch comedy show called souvenir program. Love it. Um, that's kind of like an inspiration for me. Although that has a, a laugh track cause it's made by the BBC. So oh. <laughs> you know, does it's that just, make it cheesy? I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. It's, it's just dated. It's like, oh, I, I feel like I'm in, like, the 1990s. You know what, baby? Everything's coming back anyway. So, like... The fucking... That 90s show sitcom that's just come out has a laugh track. Yeah. They can't... You can't do that now. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work. They said bit. And then it, you're like, no, please stop. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to watch it if there's a laugh track. 2023? <laughs> fuck off. Ain't nobody there. Ain't nobody huh. there. No. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's so yeah, much fun. Woo! I know. I love that you're like, wait, whoa. I feel like I've been here for like 10 minutes. Like, it just yeah, yeah. podcasting, man. It just, you go into this hole and then you disappear. Hopefully, you feel like you've only been listening to this for 10 minutes. True. All right, guys. Just wanted to say some thank yous. So, thank you to Sent to Destroy Studios and Chris Bonifay for having my podcast here in your awesome rad spooky cave. My creative producer, Joshua Taylor, for, you know, helping me do stuff. <laughs> Extra equipment, Ted Lee Jones, the reason that you can see Matt today. There he is. Um, visual graphics, thanks to Erica Yella for making the cool stuff that we get to see on social. As far as graphics go. And thank you, Matt Olson, not to be confused with the Olson twins or sisters. Not to be confused with the Oakland A's player with N- that same name. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm, not him. You Actually... Actually, should we tell them? Fuck. Okay, it's time. We're breaking news here. That man is an imposter. The real deal is right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please shoot him if you see him. If you see him, just get... All right. <laughs> last but... <laughs> and last but not least, and not by any means, thank you listeners for tuning in every single week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It is the one thing that really, really, really helps the show. And make sure to follow Matt at... Uh, at at Metalson, M-E-T-A-L-S-O-N at Twitter. <laughs> On Twitter. And don't forget to follow the pod at Talks and Sips at T-A-L-K-S-N-S-I-P-S and myself at JFox with two X's and two underscores. Feel free to write in to ToxinSips at gmail.com because we love to hear from you and if there's any memes that you want us to check out on the show. And then lastly, uh, summer, well, is always here because it's in California. But if you're anywhere else and you want to have some UV protection on your your noggin make sure to message the insta for merch because we have hats still and um what else do i have here that's it all right we're gonna go bye, bye. bye.